Rota Island in the northern Marianas is in recovery mode after Typhoon Mao ripped through with wind speeds over 200 kilometers an hour. Rota, which was the worst hit in the northern Marianas, had water restored at midday Friday and the hospital has power again. Rota's Mayor Aubrey Hawcott speaks with Caleb Fotheringham. We are currently in the recovery mode after Super Typhoon Mawar has hit Rota. Rota and our neighboring island of Guam were the most affected, but yesterday, as of around 5 p.m., we had the cancellation of the Typhoon Watch from our governor, Arnold Palacios. And then last night, we had the all-clear signal from the state that that way we we were out of the typhoon uh, danger zone. How bad is the damage? So we are just very happy and blessed to report that there are no significant injuries or deaths to our residents here. Many of our trees have fallen, so much debris have uh, just traveled around from the south to the northern parts of the island. We had some residents already indicating and reporting that they have damages to their home. Most of our government facilities, due to the mitigation with Typhoon shutters, there's no major damage to those facilities. Our public facilities is just, again, debris around the area. We had some power poles that were damaged, which, of course, immediately cut off our power supply to our residents. Yesterday, we just want to thank our hardworking team from the power and the water utilities agency and they were able to restore our water although we have a boil notice for our residents because we do not have access to transport some of the water samples for testing to see if it's safe for consumption the power i'm just happy to report or maybe about 30 minutes ago we are able to supply power to the hospital which was, of course, our first priority. And then our team, our power division team, will work their way to try to restore to the remaining villages on the island. Do you have any numbers in terms of how many homes could be destroyed or how many government buildings have been damaged? So government buildings, there's really no significant damage, just flooding around the facilities. In terms of the residential homes, I will be activating teams today at 1 o'clock to do an orientation briefing to follow guidelines based on the Homeland FEMA's individual assessment. So we're going to be uh, tapping into um, employees' personnel to assist with this assessment. They will be visiting residential homes beginning Sunday to really help identify any damages to the, our residential homes. So I really don't have a number right now, but we have gotten phone calls having our people report that there were damages, their tin roof have flown off, some portions of their homes have been destroyed or damaged. Of course, we have farmers that have also reported that there are major significant damages to their field. So we are tracking these things, and slowly we've been working with our federal partners to see how they can gauge in. But, of course, one of our major priorities was to clear the airfield so that we can accept and welcome any supplies and equipment to help us with our debris removal as well as to bring in personnel from our neighboring islands who work for the government agencies or federal partners to help us further assess so we can see what other resources can be available to assist our local communities. And just on supplies, are you expecting any supplies to come in soon? Yes, immediately. FEMA has already shared we have intention to bring over uh, generators to help 
support our hospitals and the command center and the shelters. We do still have people who are displaced as a result of the typhoon, and so we will house them until Red Cross is able to come in. They've already informed us that they will be sending over food and water. Water is the biggest issue because there's a boil notice advisory. So it's really the consumption of water that our people are mostly concerned about. Some of our local stores do not have generators, so they're not able to open. We do have a few, but it will not be enough to supply the island. There were obviously no injuries or deaths, which is great news. And it's a little bit surprising from here, just considering how powerful Typhoon Mawa was. Do you have any reasons why you think that there were no injuries and deaths? The first thing we can do is say that uh, we've just been very, very fortunate to not undergo any of that. Even to this moment that I'm speaking with you, the winds are still very, very strong. Even when we have the all clear, you can hear it. And our personnel who are going out and trying to do their best to restore power, we're still experiencing heavy rain and a strong gust of wind. So it really is an indication of how strong the super typhoon was. But I think part of it, too, is the great preparation that we've had, really a great line of communication between the municipality of Rota and the state. You know, we, we've gone through so many typhoons, for example, like through, again, my experience working and coming back home that I've gone through was the uh, Manco Typhoon U2. So our people have somewhat already like learned and, and, you know, prepared themselves and their families from that. After the typhoons, I'm, I'm sure many of them have taken proper measures and steps to mitigate for future typhoons. And many of the homes here on Rota are built of concrete blocks. And so they've also probably taken additional safety measures in terms of typhoon shutters, securing their or building their properties in higher elevation levels. So I guess different factors play a role, but all we can do is prepare as best we can and just hope for the best. 